a welcome to this week's episode of Young or Dumb. We have some new guests this week. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Uh, hi, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jordan Arcilla. Wait, you have to say your position. Oh, and I'm a senior associate, internal audit. Hello, my name is Chad, and I am a audit associate at a smaller public accounting firm. Welcome to Younger Dub. My name's Mariana, and I'm interested in learning a variety of topics. But the thing is, I'm not much of a reader. Join me as I interview a mix of people in different careers or topics to see if I'm just new to adulting and haven't learned this stuff yet, or if I should have known this information already. Thank you guys for that. Um, Jordan, why don't you go ahead and start off by saying your job responsibilities? Yeah, so... At least at my company, my main responsibilities as a senior associate is to mainly support the various internal audits that I'm going to be placed on for the audit year. And at least my job is to mainly uh, prepare a lot of the work papers and tasks that I'm going to be preparing, sit in on all of the meetings, make sure I take good detailed notes, and along with that, just interact with as many of the business contacts that I see and observe and uh, try to like put my name out there because I'm hoping that I'm there for a long time. And as I'm there, I can build up other relationships, not only with uh, the business, but also the people within my team. Yeah. So when you're auditing, what are you auditing? Like, uh, <laughs> like finances? What does that mean? Yeah, no. So, so for auditing, I'm sure Chad will get into it a little bit more, but uh, for, for the finances, that's more of the external side. But at least for me, uh, the, the thing that differentiates with internal is that we're basically auditing everything that the company works with, whether if it's uh, operations, uh, finances, even uh, human resources. We look at everything uh, within the company and we just try to make sure that everything, everything is uh, going in a smooth operation. Very nice. And Chad, what are your job responsibilities? So my job responsibilities include, so I have like, depending on the week, we have like different engagements, like different clients. So like going through and basically what we do is we go through and do, we audit the financial statements. So we're in preparing also. So we go through and we have our different areas we're assigned to for the week. Mm -hmm. So it depends. A lot of times as a first year, I have lower risk areas. Mm -hmm. that so are like important? Yeah, basically. They don't trust you. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting there. Um, so you just, like this week we had accounts, I had accounts payable. Mm -hmm. So that's like when a company, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I took an accounting class, yeah. and that word sounds familiar. Yeah, it should. But I could not type the, the meeting. So accounts payable is what the company has to pay to their to other people. Okay. Like mm. their bill? Yeah, so it's like their bills. Okay. So like the risk for that would be it's understated. So a lot of times, like, t like this week, I had to go through and test the cutoff procedures, at year-end. So their year-end was December 31st. Mm -hmm. So we go through and make sure that 
they included everything that they should and didn't exclude anything. Oh, okay. So I guess mm -hmm. it really depends on the week and what I'm assigned to. Yeah. Do you have a specific one that you like the best? Right now, I'd say probably Accounts Payable. Okay. I've really been able to like get into it and like start to understand mm -hmm. all the nuances and always learn more stuff. Very but, nice. Yeah. What education background did you guys have to get your positions? I had a bachelor's in accounting, mm -hmm. and I also got my master's in accounting. Mm -hmm. How long was the master's? It was a one-year master program, so just 30 mm -hmm. credits. Nice. And Jordan? Yeah, uh, I went through the same uh, similar path as Chad. I got my bachelor's in accounting after four years and then completed my master's in my fifth year. Uh, but at least for internal audit, uh, they they look for a lot of backgrounds within business as well. Uh, the people that I've worked with in the past, they've gotten their degrees in finance, operations management, information systems, mm -hmm. data analytics. So, uh, Although accounting is not the only uh, path that like I could have went into, uh, it's also cool to see that there's other people that I work with that got different backgrounds. Is that for bachelor's degree they don't need it in accounting, but they need the master's in accounting? Or just any degree can be in anything? Yeah, so uh, for specifically for accounting, if you do want to work for a CPA firm or a big public accounting firm, uh, or just the public accounting industry, it is probably uh, required to get the master's degree because you need those 150 credits to sit for the CPA exam and CPA is certified public account. So uh, that's a big thing for uh, those uh, public accounting firms. I know with my public accounting firm, you, I know a lot of my coworkers actually didn't get their master's, but they just spent like another semester two getting like their 150 credit hours oh, okay but mm -hmm. so i know like that's also another avenue you can go but mm -hmm. are there like certificates you guys can get to get you better jobs or different parts of accounting is that a thing yeah uh i, I could speak on this because uh if for internal audit there's a lot more certifications that people could get besides the cpa which is really nice uh examples are the CIA, the Certified Internal Auditor, the CISA, the Certified Information Systems Auditor, and the CFE, the Certified Fraud Examiner. So uh, I know those are the main three certifications that a lot of my coworkers have. Mm -hmm. uh, some have uh, just one or two, uh, mix and matching between all those four uh, certificates. So uh, it, it, it's, it's just really cool to see, and at least for me, uh, a personal goal of mine is to get uh, one of those certifications soon. Mm -hmm. How long does it take? Uh, honestly, it depends on each uh, certificate because the CPA, it's, what, four sections, so four different mm -hmm. exams, and you have to study a good amount in addition to our uh, day, day job that we got, and, and <laughs> it requires a lot of uh, work and dedication to, to get that. Yeah. And and then, like, for the other uh, certificates, certificates, at least the, the one that I would shoot for, the CIA, if I recall. I think it's two exams or two parts, and, if, and studying is 
not as intensive as the CPA, but you still got to put in the work. You still got to put in the hours in, in order to, to pass it. So, Do you guys have to take a state exam or any kind of exam to get? I, so <laughs> I'll I've started, so like at our firm, you can get promoted to like a senior associate because entry level is associate. You can get promoted to a senior associate without your CPA. But then anything past that, like once you go to manager, you have to have your CPA. Mm-hmm. So they want you eligible when you start and they want you to be able to like start yeah. taking. So as a first year, I've had some time during like our busy season and mm-hmm. able to study, but I also have that. So. Are they paying for it? Yeah. So they, my firm pays for our first attempt of each section. Mm-hmm. So if I don't get it in the first section, then I have to pay. But you're going to get it. Yeah, hopefully the next couple I get it. Fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) And I wish you lots of luck. Yeah, good luck. Four sections, right? Yes, Yes, four big sections, and then you have, like, the ethics part. Oh, are you ethical? Yeah, very. Okay, I got a question. The railroad question. You know that? There's one person on one side. Wait. Yeah, okay, so there's a group of people, like, how does it go? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you turn the tracks and it yeah. kills, like, one person. Yeah, or, or the whole group older. of people. Ethics. What are you, what are you doing? Mmm, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you might not pass that part. No, I think I will. That should be an easy one. Yeah, which one? I would probably go with the one person. The one person? Yeah. What would you do? I feel like I need more detail around uh, this ethics. It's like if the train goes straight, it's going to hit a group of people. Okay. But if you, like, hit a lever to make it go off a different track, it's only going to hurt one person. Okay. So the ethical thing is do you let it, like, take the path that it's already on and hurt multiple people? Or do you make the switch and only hurt one person? I like to think of myself as a stand-up guy, so I'll play louder. <laughs> why not? Why not? So you'll switch it. Sure. Hmm. See what happens. Yeah, I think me too. But also, I don't know. I don't know. Leave your thoughts in the comments on which option you choose. Yes, in the comments. Um, okay, so let's get into like the day-to-day stuff. So, what mm-hmm. are you guys doing just on a day-to-day? You want this one first, or uh, okay? So, uh, <laughs> you don't know what you do on a day. <laughs> at least, like on the day to day, at least uh, with my job, it's luckily it's hybrid. So I'll I can break down the days that I do go into the office. Uh, it's like two or three days a week, uh, but I I get up uh, super early, get on my uh, metro train commute down uh to the city it's about an hour in total including just walking from the train station to the office and then i got a little nice morning routine going with uh just getting a quick workout in at the building gym so uh at least uh after that workout i know i'm gonna be coming in different that day and uh (laughs) working working really hard for my uh nine to five so uh at least during the actual uh working office hours uh i have a lot of conversations with my coworkers, just trying to figure out what we're uh 
doing that day for those specific audits and those specific uh, projects that I'm tasked. And then is it team just, based a lot? It's it's all teams, at least yeah. for me, which is which has been an interesting transition that I've experienced going from college to the professional workforce. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, at least for me, I just try to keep doing my work while we have various uh, client meetings that we got or just uh, big organization meetings that, that we got to sit in, take notes, and then make sure I communicate whether if I have any questions uh, that, that I have for a task that I'm looking at and then try to think of creative suggestions, solutions, recommendations Mm -hmm. to keep the work uh, pushing and moving forward. And then when the day's done, I just take the train home home and uh, and, uh, try to wind down and then go to bed and do it all over again the next day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Do you also work in a team? Yeah, I would say all my stuff when I'm auditing is with the team. What are you doing that's team-based? Like, aren't you just looking at documents? So, like, are you all just looking at the same things? So, like, for me, I'll talk with for me. I know we all, a lot of the time, we're looking at separate things. Mm-hmm. So, we're looking at our own areas. And then after I'm done, of course, it's going to get reviewed by, like, an in-charge or a manager. I trust you. Yes. Yeah, we're working on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I would say... Like, that's why it's, like, it's a lot of team-based. And it's nice, like, when you're all together, because then if I have a question, I can run it off a lot of them. Because they have, like, more experience with our client. So is it, like, the team that you're working with, you have, like, the accounts payable sheet, and then they just have another sheet with So they have, like, another, like, area, yeah. So, like, a lot of times, like, we'll have, like, the debt section or, like, Mm -hmm. accounts receivable. Mm. And that's what people owe the company? Is that what accounts receivable means? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm an accountant. That's, cool. oh. <laughs> That's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that um, that salary right now. I want the salary he's making. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So is it a lot of emails or no? Yeah, I would say so. I get like yeah. about, I'd say about like 20 to 50 a day. It depends, like, yeah. it depends, like, what climb I'm on, mm-hmm. and, like, a lot of times I'm not in direct contact a lot of time with the client, just because I don't have a lot of experience mm-hmm. and don't know really what they ask for a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So I'll just, like, tell my in-charge what I need, and they can, but I know this week I got a lot of experience, like, with the client, mm-hmm. so I had a lot of emails back and forth with them. What kind of clients do both of you guys work with? Like, is it specific, like, firms or companies, or is it just anyone who comes to you guys? Uh, at, at my old public accounting job, uh, it was big companies and bigger clients, uh, t- typically uh, Fortune 500 uh, to type companies that we were working with. Mm-hmm. So uh, those conversations and interactions can get uh, super intense, but since I've transitioned over uh, to, to my newer industry job, we mainly talk with folks uh, within uh, the various company departments. Mm-hmm. I would say... <laughs> um, what kind of clients do you have? We have, like, so we do non-public companies. So a lot of it, like, we have a ton of different 
um, industries we're in. So I know a lot of them are construction, contractors, mm -hmm. or we also have a lot of like manufacturers. Um, I'd say a wide range. I mean, I know that's only two industries, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, everyone at the... Like, there's a lot of people at the firm that specialize in certain industries. Mm -hmm. What made you guys want to get into accounting? Uh, at least with me, uh, growing up, especially, like, uh, in high school and early college, I always knew I wanted to major in something within business. And uh, throughout school, some of my best classes were accounting, so that was a plus that gave me more confidence. Like, okay, if I'm doing good enough in these accounting classes, hopefully that transfers over and I could get a degree in it. But I think the big turning point for me was when I went to this uh, big public accounting one day event where they basically discussed the day in the life as a public account and they described all the stuff that they were doing and then they broke down the various areas that uh people could work in like uh, external audit tax and internal audit they broke down all those and basically after that event uh that's when i knew i wanted to major in accounting uh that next semester i switched my major designation from business undeclared to accounting and then uh, the rest is history. Thankfully, I got my degrees and uh, made it through the start of my professional career. For me, I would say it was, I took a class in high school, like it's just a basic debits and credits accounting. And I started like it then. And then I'm like, so I did, went on with business in college. Mm -hmm. And I declared accounting major, but I still wasn't sure. But after I took a couple classes, I started to really like it. So are you guys, like, good with, like, numbers off the top of your head? No, I'm good with Excel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I am really good with Microsoft Excel. Yes. <laughs> if I was good with other mathematics... I probably would have done something else other than accounting. Yeah, I'm thinking but it's a lot of formulas. It's so... But you don't have to memorize formulas. them. Uh, I you wouldn't do? say I wouldn't say memorize the formulas, but memorize the the content within the formulas. So like why we uh, use uh, this number, or or not like like just that number, but like the number that's associated with the the equation, and try mm -hmm. to give further context of like why we're using uh, a, yeah. a certain thing. So yeah. I know a lot of time in my, in like external auditing, a lot of times like people refer to it as Sally, the same as last year. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people will just look at last year's and kind of look at the formulas they use like on a certain work paper and you oh, can yeah. kind of go off of there. It's not the best practice. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't want to do that. Uh -huh. uh, I've heard of people doing this. I've not done it not myself. Either. No, no, <laughs> Oh yeah. Cause, uh, especially since I started, uh, my jobs, a lot of the the coworkers I was working with, they would coach me about making sure that I critically think at not just those equations I'm looking at, but also the various processes and procedures that I'm looking at and make sure that, uh, yeah, this is a, a similar process or item that we saw from the prior work paper, but make sure that it's, 
it makes sense for this current year and this uh, certain audit. So uh, we, we, we always have to take the extra step to make sure that we're not blindly following <laughs> various items because we can get in trouble. You'd be, well, yeah. you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all the same formulas, even if you're working with different companies. Yes and no. I would okay. say like it depends. I know it's kind of, but it depends on the client. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of times, like certain industries will have certain aspects. Mm -hmm. So we're like, you look at different things. So like for, for instance, you have like a service-based client mm -hmm. and then you have like a manufacturer. The manufacturer is going to have a lot of inventory stuff. And yeah. The service client, they won't. I guess that makes sense. So it's just like kind of like different a lot of times yeah. like industry. Sometimes you look at like different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then a, a big thing for, for me in the past, uh, specifically at my old job, uh, a good amount of clients that I worked on, it was mainly looking at various uh, information technology systems that uh, they had. And although a lot of the conceptual stuff transferred over pretty easily from company to company, there's a lot of different verbiage and uh, language that is used uh, differently. And so, so you also have to bring in both the prior knowledge and make sure that your explanations align with uh, that certain client. Mm -hmm. Was that hard with like the verbiage? Because isn't that like stuff like then it can get into legal stuff? Uh, at least for me, it was. I, I'm not too sure how it would go, like from from a legal uh, per perspective. But at least for me, uh, I was specifically at my old uh, public accounting job. I was switching clients every six to eight weeks, so that can get tough when you go from client to client every every couple months. So, so like, although I had all of the prior knowledge and was gaining confidence in the various work that I was doing, oh, I got to start all over again and make sure that I bring my prior knowledge to uh, that other project that I was starting up. Yeah. How, how many different, what are they called? Are they called clients? Am I saying that yeah. correctly? Yeah, yeah, it's clients. So how many clients do you guys have at a time? And then how do you determine how long you're working with them? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I could take this one. At, at least, uh, I, I'm not sure how it, it is at a year uh, company, but at least for me, there were various staffing resources that only worked on uh, staff allocations between all of the other associates and senior associates. So at, at least with me, uh, one time, most of the time, I would just get a notice from the staffing resource and just hear from them like, oh, you're going to be assigned on this project next month or in a couple months. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. But unfortunately for me, it got to a point where uh, the the, mo the most uh, clients that I worked on at, at a time was five, which, which was insane because at least for me, a lot of the, the projects that I was assigned, at least on that five client are uh, resource balance was that they wanted me to work 15 to 20 hours on each client. And of course, some of them want more content and more stuff to get done. Mm -hmm. So that definitely got stressful uh, for those couple months in the heart of my uh, 
busy season. Mm -hmm. So that that was always uh, fun and interesting, uh, <laughs> communicating with all of those clients and the managers that I was working with. Uh, it, it, it was definitely a fun balance. But but now it's uh, I'm back to my typical uh, one client that I'm working on or bouncing uh, two audits at a time. So that's good for me, at least. How long does it take? Because are, are they just like sending you everything in the beginning and then it just takes you however many like weeks to go over everything and then you give it to them and you're like, okay, here yeah, it is. Uh, it, how, how do I want to answer this? Because uh, audits can range from either three months, six months, nine months, or even a full year. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, luckily, at least for me, a lot of the audits that I worked on were, were ranged from the three to six month range. And I mainly got brought on uh, after after the, the planning phase uh, for, for those audits. So I mainly worked on all of the field work tasks and projects that I got assigned basically those last quarter or last half of that audit, basically. There were some projects I had where I worked like start to finish for those full uh, six months. But uh but yeah, it, at least for me, it's heavily dependent on, de dependent on the project type. Mm -hmm. What about you? I would say for me, so a lot of times, like, we have our planning stage. So our busy season starts a couple weeks into January, and it goes until about the end of April. It's mm -hmm. like when we stop. Like taxes. Kind of, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's... But it's not taxes? I mean, ours, like a lot of like, so the reason why the, our clients have to have an audit by us, like audited financial statements from us, is because they're bank. So a lot of times they're bank, in order for the company to get their loan or money, they have to have like the audited financial statements. Okay. So a lot of their covenants, you have to have them done by a certain date. So mm. our biggest one right now is April 3rd. Mm. So it's coming up next week. So like three months. Yeah, so like no, nope, April was definitely four, the fourth yeah. month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, four so four months, but like so we start it. We do a lot of our planning. We try to do it before year end. So we try to do it from Is planning. Like, just giving them giving you the documents. Yeah, so we get like kind of like the initial stuff out of the way. So like sometimes like we try to work through like September up to September, let's say, mm -hmm. and we try to like get audit like up until that point. That when we come to field work, we only have September to year end. Okay. So, like, we're doing, like, a smaller area. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that all the time. But <laughs> we can always try to. Um, but I would say, like, I only ever have really, like, one client at a time. Mm -hmm. um, for me, as a first year, I'd say it's more of, uh, like, basically, we try to get one our field work done in one week for most of our clients. Mm -hmm. Um it depends on the size and how many like subsidiaries they have. Like we have our, one of our biggest ones that we take like three to four weeks of field work to do. And it always depends on the client. Mm. If they can give you all your information you need up front, yeah. it always it's goes easier. smoother, but mm -hmm. it's never how it works. You always have to sit around and wait. So. Yeah. That's not bad. I thought it would be like multiple where then you have to like remember all the numbers from each. Well, you have multiple. Yeah. But that's not bad. <laughs> you know, just so it's a lot of time, like, you're just trying to work through that one. Yeah. And then 
it kind of goes over to the next week a lot of time because sometimes mm-hmm. the in charge is not able to review your work. Mm-hmm. So then you're in your next audit trying to go back and clear the oh, yeah. comments. But a lot of times it's like what we do when we get home from work. It's then yeah. we'll go back to our other clients and mm-hmm. work on our backlog. Yeah. So you guys aren't like tax accountants. Correct. So that's different. Very like different. what? Very. Why? Why is it very different? Uh, I could try to take this one. Isn't it all like just reviewing stuff? Like if I give you my W two mm-hmm. tax term, if I give you my W two, <laughs> shouldn't you be able to? It's okay. Just explain. Just explain. Well, like the conceptual part is there. Like the the baseline understanding is there with uh, yeah. There's a W two and w2 form and the tax accounts review and then try to see if everything uh is correct based on the national uh standards and guidelines that those tax people have to follow but there's also a lot of other forms and other documents of information that those tax accounts have to look at as well and then like that i'm supposed to give them no 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 or is that on the back end on the back, mostly on the back, back end. end. Yeah, I would say on the back end. And, like, it changes for, like, businesses, too. So, like, they're going to have a lot more, of course. Mm-hmm. But, like, as an individual, you'll have, like, depends, like, what you have. Mm-hmm. But, like, W-2, like, 1099s. Um, Let me tell you this. I did my taxes myself this year. My first time. It was really easy. Like it, like extremely easy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I did it wrong because the way everyone talks about filling out taxes, they make it seem like this thing that should take hours. It maybe took me like half hour. Mm-hmm. And I use like a website. Yeah. But seriously, you think I did it wrong? No. I don't think so because no. uh, all those tax websites are extremely helpful and user, user friendly. Yeah. But also, uh, at least on the, the company and client and, uh, I feel like that's its own other entity when it comes to tax preparation and creation because mm-hmm. those companies, they have to follow all these standards, not just within their specific state that they're located. They either have to, they also have to follow federal uh, guidelines and uh, on the federal level, they have mm-hmm. their own forms. Or if you're on like the international uh, uh, company side of things, the there's other international tax guidelines and standards and other forms that they have to complete so that way uh, they don't get fined by like who the IRS and what other ever uh, tax organizations that there are out there. So uh, at least like on uh, like a person to person level, just for like the everyday employee, I feel like it's not that bad, but on the company end, it's, it's its own space. Do you guys do your own taxes? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I you use my own website. You guys website. got some good money back. I didn't. I did. Yes. You did. I didn't. It's kind of disappointing because last year I got way more, but last it's year okay. I had like real estate stuff in it, and this year I didn't do real estate. Mm-hmm. I was hoping though to get some good money back. I would say this though, I owed money. They took that money out right away. <laughs> but I still have not been paid. No so what shot. is that about? 
They want to. They want me to pay, but they don't want to pay me. Oh my god. That was crazy. I saw it. I saw it too. Like the day I did it, they took out right the fifty-four dollars I yeah. owed. Luckily, I had it in my bank account. I thought that it was. Um, if it was more, I would have been like, like more mad. But it was only fifty-four dollars. <laughs> I got fifty-four dollars. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All, <laughs> all of those dollars count. They really do. They really do. Let me tell you. <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys don't do that. Sure. But, like, if I asked for help, would you guys be able to, like, help me? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, in some ways, you can kind of, like, follow, like, because I did have to take a tax class or two in school. <laughs> same, so I, I understand same. some, like, it's not, not what I like to do, uh-huh. but I can conceptualize some stuff. So what part of it, what part of your job do you like that's different than what you would be doing if you were a tax accountant? What is the difference between your accounting and tax accounting? And why you why you like it? Uh, yeah, why you, you like, like yours? Yeah, I would say I like mine better because I get to get out of the office. So a lot of times I'm going to like clients and whatnot. So I'm not just sitting. You have to visit them. Yeah, we go to their office a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Just because it makes it easier when you're there. Cause say if I'm in, if we're in our office and they're in their office, a lot of times they have jobs outside of their audits, so they're going, their people are going to bother them all day. But sometimes if we're there, we're a barrier, yeah. And we can, it's also easy to get a hold of them. Just walk to their office, like we need this. Oh, it's not like an all day meeting. It's like no, you just no, yeah, yeah, it. no. So we're in like their conference room most a lot of the time, oh. and like so then we can just we're in like their building and like. Yeah. It helps that they have like paper paper documents where they're mm-hmm. just to have that. Do a lot of companies still have paper documents? A lot of mine, mine, mine do. Don't. A lot of mine do. They're smaller, so mm-hmm. yeah. When say, you get bigger, like they don't really, but a lot of yeah. ours still print out all their invoices and everything. So mm-hmm. I would not see your job as a traveling job. Yeah, I mean it depends on the client. Like a lot of our, some of our clients are across the, I guess world. Yeah, across the world. Um, you do not travel across. The I do world. not. No, those <laughs> those were in office for, but like we try with all of our local ones to be okay to go there. So like it depends, but I I really like that aspect, and I like that I do something different almost every day, mm-hmm. a lot of times, and you see like a lot of different things. So yeah, mm-hmm. I thought they were like all the same. Hmm? Well, good thing I didn't have any questions. Well, I did have questions when I was doing my taxes, but I know you were both busy when I was doing them, so I didn't bother bother you guys, but that's good. Um, Okay, so Jordan, you're a senior auditor. Mm -hmm. So do you manage people? Uh, At least with me, uh, at the current company that I'm at, I'm more of the main uh, support auditor. Or like the, the main su- support on the team, where uh, I'm gonna be the first one to prepare a lot of the work papers and then send those off to uh, my managers for them to review. So at, at least on my end, uh, at least what I'm gonna do and hope uh, to do in the future is at least uh, interact with the various uh, associates on my team. Uh, right now, we only have one. Uh, associate, but 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 besides that, uh, d- depending on the 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 team size and all of that, uh, my my future plans would be to like help coach or interact with that uh, first year associate 
a lot more to just help them get transitioned. Uh, Is that like training? Yeah. Both training on uh, just how the company operates, but also how the team operates too for all internal audit work. Because uh, at my old account, public accounting job, uh, it, it was a very similar role where uh, I was an experienced associate, but I also worked with other uh, first-year associates like Chad uh, that, that he's going through right now. So I would interact with them a lot. And then also, also too, a big thing that's been popular in more recent years uh, at, within public accounting is the use of offshore centers or remote workers uh, across the entire world. So uh, the, those people uh, on the senior associate end or experienced associate end, they worked with a lot of those offshore workers uh, exclusively because mm-hmm. uh, like they had a lot of work assigned to them. Like you'd be really surprised with like uh, how many work papers that, that, that they had. So uh, you, you also had to like interact with all of those people uh, as well. Uh, mostly through uh, Zoom or Teams or what, whichever uh, tool that the company uses. But at least for me, how I, I would always be on various calls and send them uh, messages uh, throughout my day. Mm-hmm. So what this is for both of you guys? What are your like dream accounting jobs? This is a hard question. Ah. <laughs> uh, at least for me, it's always been been hard in the sense where uh, I don't really like or prefer to view my career path in such a long-term form because I feel like a lot of stuff can change uh, in the short term within a year or five years. Because uh, at least with me, uh, in a, at least from what I've experienced, there's a lot of steps that you need to take in order to climb that corporate ladder. So, of course, ideally, I want to climb that corporate ladder all the way all the way to the top. And at least for internal audit, the, the highest position that you could get is the chief uh, audit executive. So that would be a really cool vision that I could obtain. But that's going to be like 15 or 20 years down the road. And... At least for me, I don't know how long I <laughs> I really want to like uh, work within internal audit. If I get there, great. But if not, uh, I'm most I'm mainly focused on the day to day and just trying to enjoy uh, the process throughout all of the work stuff that I have in front of me and just make sure that I do my best uh, for that specific instance. Are you going to beat around the bush like Jordan? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I would say, like, for me, I mean, it really depends on the next couple of years go. Oh, my god! <laughs> but I would say, like, end all, be all, like, make it the partner in the firm, in a public accounting firm. Like, I really like the smaller firm I'm at. Um, we don't push as many hours as some of the bigger firms. So I do like that aspect. You literally was just telling me, well, it's your busy season, I guess. Yeah, so like, I you mean. You just work crazy hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah for, for a normal person, yeah. 
Um, no. So I would say, like, yeah, I would make it the partner. Mm-hmm. Could you start your own? Would you want to start your own? I could. No, I don't want no, to. No, you don't want to. Do you? Could you, like, start your own? Uh, I'm sure, like, if I got my CPA, probably. Uh, I feel like for specifically for accounting, if you want to start up your own accounting practice, the first barrier of entry is to have your CPA. And I feel like most people try to like create their own business when they hit the manager level. So like what, six, five, six years, maybe seven years after that they get various, uh, there's seven years of public accounting experience. I, I could be wrong, but uh, you, you definitely need to get the experience first. Uh, yeah. just so that way you actually know what you're doing when you first uh, mm-hmm. try to, to launch it. Yeah. Interesting. Neither of you really answered my question, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you did. You did better than Jordan. Jordan said, yeah. I want to focus on the day today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to make it but through today to get to the That tomorrow. is true. Uh-huh. That is true. But okay, that's yeah. okay. Because I, I have no, I have no idea what I want to do in yeah. like five, ten years. I, I genuinely don't. You're good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm getting there. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm like what for four, four or five years into my professional career. So, uh, yeah, I, I got the next what. 20, 25 years to look forward to, and I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know because yeah, I feel uh, like it just <laughs> it just should motivate you more if you have like an end goal. Mm-hmm. That's also so, fair. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyways, <laughs> so what's your guys' favorite parts about your job? For me, I would say the people. I really like working with like I really. Mm-hmm. Like the coworkers <laughs> I work with, like we really work as a team and we all like work great together. Mm-hmm. So I really like that aspect of it. How old are they? Like, what is like an age range? For like other associates and like senior associates? Yeah, like your group. So, like, I would say like, so I'd say like around like 23, 24. Oh, so like our age. Yeah, well, it, then it goes up to like some more like 29. Okay. But. okay, that's not as, I guess you're like entry level though, so that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like, mm-hmm. but when you get to manager, like they're starting in like their 30s mm-hmm. and stuff. But. Yeah. yeah. Then that, that makes sense that yeah. you would like hang out with them. Yeah, yeah no, it's like really <laughs> nice, like, because we spend a lot of time together, especially yeah. during busy season. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. What's your favorite part? Uh, yeah, it's similar to Chad, but at least for me, because I've, had my experiences where I've had good clients versus bad clients mm-hmm. in, in the difference between team chemistry on both spectrums uh, on good and bad is crazy. Mm-hmm. So like uh, when I'm on a good client with co- good coworkers that I know that I can interact with and trust and go to my silly questions to vibes are at an all time high. It's insane. Like it, it, it it really makes the day go by that much faster. Uh, so, it, it, and luckily I've had instances where uh, my coworkers were really nice to me and they're just really great to work with. And also uh, on the social aspect, uh, 
you just enjoy like those happy hours or workout things just that much more. Mm-hmm. What's your least favorite part? I really don't want to get fired for answering this question, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, but I, I can go uh, on this first, uh, especially in public accounting. And I'd say this is the main reason why I left. It was the, it's the long hours, the long uh, working hours, uh, that I had, and honestly, uh, I feel like internal audit didn't have it, doesn't have it as bad compared to external audit and tax, because uh, our busy season is prolonged. Like instead of like a two or three month sprint, it's it's spread out a little bit more to half the year. So uh, so instead of working crazy, what 80, 90 hour busy seasons, we worked 50, 60, probably seventy hours at most and I know for some clients and some teams uh, they did hit those uh, crazy hour marks for for me and I know I went through uh, some of that and when I went through those lows they were not fun (laughs) so so, so at least for me those long hours were just too too crazy and it got to a point where I'm like okay Mm -hmm. I think it's time (laughs) it's time but 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 now I'm uh, I'm satisfied that I made that decision. Good. I was thinking hours, but I mean, we'll go something else. You could say the same thing. I mean, your least favorite part. I mean, it depends. I'm like, I would say more so my least favorite is like when you get a bad client. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times like they just don't give you any of the information you need or they're just me. Sometimes yeah. you deal with someone who's not nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So when, you, when you go and ask your question that's not the most intelligent question you've ever asked, mm-hmm. they'll tell you straight to your face. Yeah, no. Uh, you feel like, oh, I shouldn't have asked that. Yeah, auditors get a really bad rap because uh, t- typically when those uh, key stakeholders hear the term auditor, they're just scared for their life for mm-hmm. some reason. And we think we're just hunting them down and trying to grill them for every mistake but but at least for me and how uh my team try tries to frame it we're we're mainly trying to help them be more efficient and make sure and try to help them get into the right path so that way they don't get in trouble and if they don't get in trouble we don't get in trouble so uh because i've seen it where uh those departments get get in trouble based on various findings that, that we find, but we also get a lot of heat for it because that means more work on trying to like improve the, uh, those findings and remediate them. And that's taking away from like the main audits that we got to work on uh, for the year. So uh, we're, we're, at least for me, I, uh, I want to like truly help them instead of just thrill them. <laughs> You'd be scared of me and Chad? being audited yeah um okay last question before we get into trivia what is some advice you guys would give future or people who want to be accountants thank you yeah i'd say my advice would be ask questions and not be afraid to fail Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times you could sit there looking at a work paper thinking you're going to figure whatever you're trying to do out, 
and you'll spend, say, like 20 minutes to a half hour, when if you ask the question, it would take 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, like, just asking the question, but also, I mean, it can be very, you can get down on yourself when you, all you read is the negative stuff you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because all of our review comments and stuff we did wrong, it's never, like, you did good <laughs> on this, you know. So it's just, like, a lot of times, like, take your feedback and apply it to your future. Yeah. I think so. I would say that. That was good. I wasn't expecting that, like, motivation to come from you. <laughs> good things can happen sometimes. What's your advice? Uh, I feel like I, a, a big thing for me what, is to continuously uh, learn and develop those soft skills because uh, we were t touching up upon this uh, at the beginning of the podcast, but we do a lot of review and reading and analysis on various content, whether if it's looking at financial statements or with me looking at uh, – business operations and processes, but there's a lot more to, to that besides just reading and analyzing. There's a lot of communication skills that you need to build, uh, various uh, leadership strategies that people need to take in because everyone interacts differently and people learn in different ways too. So at least for me, it's always important to build up those those soft skills so that way I could be a more rounded uh, business professional. Mm -hmm. I forgot one other question. What's an uncommon fact in the accounting industry? Oh, I got one. For some reason, a lot of people think that accountants wear suits to the office every day. <laughs> that is not true at all. Like what Chad is wearing or like the, the quarter zip that I'm wearing and then just put on some jeans or slacks. I'm ready to go. And then even with me, I could wear uh, the shoes that I got in my shoe collection, like my Jordans and the Adidas and Nikes. I could wear rock what those. Is that, uh, business to, casual? Yeah. Uh, business casual, smart casual. Smart uh, casual. Or like, What's that? Is that the same thing? Kinda, it's like more lax, kind of. Yeah. Kind of like this, basically. But, yeah. And then polos are a big thing for the office environment too at least at my company at least at least so that way i could get out of wearing a dress shirt every day uh that is a common <laughs> i would have thought you had to be fancy is that your no. uncommon fact <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> do you have a different one um i would say i didn't know that there's a difference between all the different kinds of accounting that's uncommon to me but i no i definitely agree like there's so much you can do, mm -hmm. like different things. Like we even touch on some of the aspects that some people do. Mm -hmm. I'd say like there's just a lot of different avenues, but for an uncommon fact, busy season is not that bad. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Do, 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 you re, do, do you want to retake that one? Because <laughs> I'll tell you this, I don't work over 40 hours, and you worked well over 40 hours this week. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say so. I yeah. mean, no, this this week I did not. How many did you work? Whoa, whoa. Yeah. I had Wednesday off, so. <laughs> For the yeah. tax deadline, so. Yeah, I mean. yeah. <laughs> you, you could give a range, but what was the craziest uh, busy season time period they had in a week? Uh, I would say year? for me, probably like 55 was okay. like the top end of what I did. 
Okay, that is not bad. It's not bad. I mean, it definitely eats up. So a lot of times you build on in the early parts of your week, mm-hmm. and you work half day on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So you get like a day and a half for a weekend, which really, you don't realize how much you really want it. Mm-hmm. But I'd say overall it's not bad because then a lot of times you have really nice PTO stuff. So yeah. I was like, I know we have a limited package at my firm, so I can as yeah, long unlimited. So it just has to be approved by like mm-hmm. your career advisor. You know what I've heard about that? Companies who do that don't get a lot of people who take PTO because those people will feel bad. Mm-hmm. But if it I had happen. unlimited PTO, I'm using it like whenever I want. Mm-hmm. Are you like that? You're like that. I'm definitely like You're that. Like- <laughs> yeah. So like, I was like, I know we're not really allowed to take like time off during our busy season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you have like a family emergency or like certain life events, like mm-hmm. if you have a wedding you have to go to, mm-hmm. you like you can shift your schedule around to like make that. Um, I guess that makes sense. But then like after that, like four months, it's really free reign. Yeah, I like that. I don't see the logic in people who go to a company. That has unlimited PTO and then they don't use it. And it's like very encouraged that we use our PTO too. Yeah, like so that's nice. So like they not? tell us like, I originally didn't have a lot planned for May, and then mm-hmm. I sat down with one of my career advisors and he told me I need to take more time off, just to like kind of refresh after our busy season. Yeah, and you are. Yeah. Because you said you only work like one week, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good career advisor. That's a W. <laughs> No, I worked like two weeks. But, <laughs> but also, like, there's a lot of like the firm was closed because we're doing mm. stuff. But so interesting. Well, thank you guys for that. I have trivia. I'm not looking forward to this. It's accounting trivia. Um, you guys want to do it like a competition, or you work together? Work together. Okay, that's fine. That's not fun. All right, fine. We can do yeah. a competition. Uh, I, I was going to say, I'm... Take it out. It's easy. I, I got a competitive nature, so I want to take yeah, it down. Yeah, not bad. We can build a, an alliance, though, for this, though. Can I, can I see the questions first? Um, no, you can <laughs> Okay, we'll just see how it goes. Okay. Okay, ready? We'll, we'll do five questions. A cost that changes with the number of units produced, but that never, but that can never be zero, is what kind of cost? I'll repeat it. A cost that changes with the number of units produced, but that can never be zero, is what kind of cost? An unrealized cost? I don't know. You're kind of bad at this. This is why I chose internal audit. <laughs> you have a guess? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't even want to take a random guess? No. No. <laughs> Mixed cost. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one's easy. I would know this one. So it's really easy. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a really easy. 
What are resources owned by a business called? Assets. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's two. Nice. Okay. We'll see. Two. We'll just we'll just do one more because you guys are struggling. Thank That's you. Um, <laughs> what is the normal? We had to do five because it's just like yeah. a good number, you know. It's okay. Um, because then you could come back. Come back. Yeah. Okay. What is the normal balance for an expense account? Debit. Mm-hmm. I really thought that yeah. he was going to be doing better than you. I don't, I, I don't look at these income statements and financial statements stuff. Is that what this is? Yeah. Should I find a different thing? No. No, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's all I have. Do you guys have anything else you want to like mention before Ooh. we go ahead? Audience, add me on LinkedIn, Jordan Arcilla. <laughs> I'm always looking for uh, expanding my network, so feel free to I'll add me. Tag his LinkedIn below. You wanna? You don't want people to find you on LinkedIn? I mean, sure. <laughs> I don't know my LinkedIn info. Is it just? I, you, you just look up your name. Yeah. That's I also it. have his LinkedIn that I will tag below. Yeah, Chad Kennedy. There we uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. I appreciate it. This was fun, and I learned a lot from you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no, I appreciate you having us. Thank you for listening to this episode of Young or Dumb. I hope you enjoyed the subject and learned something new. Make sure to follow my podcast for more interesting conversations. And remember, be happy and be chill.